Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Members of the Jewish community here in Charlotte calling for change today after an anonymous bomb threat was made to a local synagogue. It's the latest threat made against a synagogue in our area since the conflict between Israel and Hamas began in October. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards now live from that synagogue in Davidson and Destiny leaders there say they're starting to see a pattern here. Yeah, temple officials say the false bomb threats came in via email yesterday. And unfortunately, this is something that is not new to the Jewish community in our area. Both Davidson police and the fire department were dispatched to the synagogue in response to the threats yesterday. Davidson K through eight school was placed on a temporary lockdown as a precaution, but the lockdown was lifted before noon. Jewish leaders in the Charlotte area say they have to be vigilant. Every threat has to be taken seriously and has a big impact on their day-to-day -day operations. Recently, we lost the um, electricity and, you know, all of a sudden everybody just kind of stood still and was like, uh-oh, like, do we panic? We think about our community and the people around us on a daily basis. So it's scary each time one of these happens, but it's part of life for us at this point. As police here in Davidson continue to investigate those threats, temple officials say the community here will just continue to rely on their faith for strength and guidance. Live in Davidson, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. Happening today, the man accused of shooting and killing a 19-year-old back in October is expected in court. CMPD says they arrested 18-year-old Eric Caldwell yesterday. Caldwell is charged in the death of 19-year-old Lahana Hutchinson on Acorn Forest Lane in North Charlotte. He faces murder and firearm charges. This morning, CMPD searching for a suspect they say exposed himself to somebody on a greenway. The victim reported the incident happened New Year's morning on Little Sugar Creek Greenway in Midtown. CMPD says the suspect exposed himself to the victim before performing, quote, lewd acts on himself. If you have any information, you should call Crime Stoppers. New data from the Union County Sheriff's Office says that 32 people lost their lives to an overdose in 2023. It's a more than 160% increase in opioid-related deaths in the county from 2022. The Sheriff's Office says those cases primarily involved fentanyl. Happening today, South Carolina health officials set to hold a meeting to discuss fentanyl. They're looking to make nine specific fentanyl-related substances a Schedule One drug. The classification is given to substances that have no medical use and a high potential for abuse. That meeting is set for 10 a.m. today. Also happening today, the North Carolina State Lottery Commission expected to meet for the first time this year. The Sports Betting Committee has from now until June 14th to launch mobile sports betting in the state. Officials have already said it won't get launched before February. This morning's meeting is set for 10. And that's it for your morning rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. In Pickens County, the sheriff's office says it found 88 pounds of meth in a storage unit. We're told the investigation has been ongoing for over a year. Deputies arrested 10 people in that drug bust. About 20 people were in Mebbin urging city leaders not to okay a proposed Bucky's. They're with an indigenous led organization that promotes nature preservation. They don't want the mega gas station chain to open up off of I-40. 
The city's planning board already rejected the Bucky's proposal, but city council has the final say. President Joe Biden will make a stop in South Carolina next week. He'll visit Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston Monday. That's the site of the 2015 hate crime mass shooting. The trip is part of a tour of sites of national tragedies. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Buying a home almost always preferred to renting over the last years and decades, really. But this morning, several factors have more people changing course. For a lot of people right now, renting just makes sense. Let's connect the dots. For years, people thought of renting as almost throwing away money because you got no real return on your investment. Experts now say buying a home has far more dead costs. Things like the thousands you pay a real estate agent and the interest you pay on bank loans all add up. And the housing market isn't that strong. Folks trying to sell their home are now turning to renting to make money. And real prices here in Charlotte are going down. All those apartments you see going up all over the city are a renter's best friend because supply is finally starting to catch up with demand. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One of firefighters recovering after responding to a fire in North Charlotte. Charlotte Fire says the firefighter got treated on scene for minor burns. Thankfully, no one else was hurt. The Red Cross is now helping two adults living at the house. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Number two, William Barber, the former president of North Carolina's NAACP, met with the CEO of AMC Theaters. It comes after the civil rights activist got kicked out of a Greenville theater last week for bringing his own chair and sitting in the wheelchair accessible area. Barber says it's to manage a painful medical condition. The theater called the police and escorted out Barber. They later apologized. Barber says he believes the meeting is the beginning to the conversation, not the end. And number three, American Airlines is announcing new routes from Charlotte Douglas. Starting June 5th, folks will be able to fly from Charlotte to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Bozeman, Montana, Calgary, Canada, and Spokane, Washington. The airline says it's the first time it will offer nonstop service to Calgary and Spokane from the Queen City. And guys, if you scroll on X, formerly known as Twitter, these are some of the posts that will pop up asking for signatures on a petition to force David Tepper to sell the team. But can the NFL require an owner to sell? So to get answers, we went straight to the NFL, the Panthers and Pro Football Network. The NFL fined Tepper $300,000 for the cup-tossing incident. The Panthers released a statement from Tepper apologizing for his behavior. He said, quote, I'm deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior. On Sunday, I should have let NFL Stadium security handle any issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. So can the NFL take action and remove Tepper as a team? 
team owner. According to the NFL bylaws, they could, but there is a process that would need to be followed. According to the league, the NFL commissioner has the authority to cancel a contract with an owner who is found guilty of conduct detrimental to the welfare of the league or professional football. The NFL executive committee can also take a vote according to their bylaws. Any change in club ownership must be approved by at least three-fourths of the committee. The NFL executive committee includes 32 representatives, one from each league team. 24 of them would have to vote yes to remove an owner. So we can verify that yes, it is possible for the NFL to require an owner to sell the team. However, there are a lot of hurdles in order to do that. And according to the Pro Football Network, it's never been done before. With your Verify, I'm Megan Brown. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at wcnc.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.